Hey everybody, we want to welcome you to the KTF Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Shannon Williams. And as we always talk about defending the faith and standing for truth. So on our show today, we're excited to be able to have an awesome, awesome guest. Um, thoroughly excited, and I'm telling you right now, you do not want to turn uh, this off. You don't want to scroll past this. Continue to listen because there's going to be some information here. It is going to literally help you know how to pray, know how to fight back against uh, what, I, what I'm going to call the cabal, this unity of evil forces that truly want to destroy America. But I have nonetheless, I have uh, with us today a good friend, somebody that I have come to uh, love and respect as a, a, just an important part of the kingdom, Donica Hudson. Donica, welcome to Keeping the Faith Podcast. Thank you so much. It's truly an honor to be with you, and I consider you like a brother. In fact, everyone out there should know you do pastor my family. I just happen to live two and a half hours away and can't come and be here with them all the time, but it is an honor to be here with you, and I love what you're doing. God is all over it. Amen. You're actually going to be with us here tonight in just a little bit mm-hmm. at a service. That's right. uh, it's a miracle healing deliverance service, and so I asked if you would come and share a oh, little. you mean God still does that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. We still believe Amen. in the miracle working power of our Savior, Jesus. You know, you are spot on, Shannon. Our culture needs it so much going through the pandemic, as I'll call it. Uh, I remember posting, does anyone still believe in healing? Amen. Amen. As you know, people were running uh, scared mm-hmm. for, for months and months and months and what, you know, you know, two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks to, uh, you know, to stop, you know, stop the curve, slow the spread, slow the spread. Two weeks, just two weeks, you know, turned into years yeah. of uh, of con- of attempt control, mm-hmm. and and I believe what they what they wanted to do was a test run, yes, for what their next plan is, mm-hmm. and to see what pastors had the grit to stand up and recognize Ooh. the tools of the enemy and not. Uh, do the satanic ritual distancing of six feet apart everywhere you go, being muzzled in masks so that you couldn't worship. You couldn't even sing to God, really? Yeah. Shutting down the churches? Oh, my. They, uh, they, uh, Gavin Newsom out in the wonderful state of California told all the people there, you can go to church if you stand six feet apart and you don't sing. Please. How ridiculous. Do they think we're stupid? <laughs> even the doctors, and I'm part of a panel of doctors, uh, that have proof that that is a big hoax. Absolutely. Well, I think um, I think they wanted to see how many lies they could tell, how fast, and see how many of the people would swallow. I think you're right. It was a test run, and I don't think it's working. I think America is waking up, and you're helping them. Praise God. You know what? This gets me fired up. This is my uh, second passion. My first passion is Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and his ministry and his mm-hmm. kingdom. My second passion is the United States of America. Amen. And I'm a patriot. Um, mm-hmm. Some people would call me a Christian nationalist. <laughs> uh, and I've heard that in a negative sense, but but I know you are. Oh, totally. Yeah, we're in the same boat with Jesus. So that's okay, right? Yes. And you know, if people are excited to, to hear what you got to say tonight, you <laughs> tonight's going to be over the top because we are dual citizens Shannon it's okay to be a Christian and a patriot thank you, know, you. we've been brainwashed had a massive psyop done on our culture to believe in separation of church and state which my book totally knocks over as a sacred cow it's not even in our constitution that's 
that's part of that thing. And we and we discussed this at the at the conference we were just at. Yeah. Um. And and I brought to to I said you know I I went to look for it mm-hmm. the word separation of church and state in our documents. Yeah. And I couldn't find it, Donica. It's not there. It's nowhere to be found. It's not. Listen, I've I've been on platforms across America and in in a lot of patriot churches, and it, we all know it's a big fat lie. <laughs> it's a big fat lie. It's documented in my book and on how that was used. It's even in the communist goals. Yes. Yes. And that's something that I want to yes. talk about with you. Today. Oh yeah. Yeah, because the book you got coming out is going to change the landscape for Jesus. Amen. And Amen. it partners with mine. Yes. <laughs> I have a book that's getting ready to release next month. It's entitled Revelation Unlocked, mm-hmm. where we take line by line and chapter by chapter in the book of Revelation. And her book, her book is like the practical on the on the ground what's happening in America. And, and I'm talking about if, if this is what's coming, if we... If we don't stop this, we're going to see this happen a lot sooner. That's exactly right. And you know, Glenn Beck said that on a broadcast with Tucker Carlson. He said that we're going to be a police state by 2025 if we don't turn America back to God. He said, you need to get on your knees and pray. Yes. And that... that actual broadcast it was right before tucker got fired by fox censored canceled whatever you want to call it right and i it provoked me to send glenn beck a video and ask him to be at our declaration of covenant event for first landing 1607 where we rededicated america to god on april 26 2023 at cape henry where our colonists landed they put a cross in the sand in april april 29th of 1607 it was our land's first civil covenant the colonists came here dedicated america to god dedicated themselves to god and then they prayed that for generations to come that's you and me and everybody who's listening and your children's children that when you look at the cross of jesus that you would remember what they did there to dedicate this nation to god and they prayed that we would evangelize those within the shores from the atlantic to the pacific and be evangelists to the world and that's what this podcast is even doing wow i'm telling you right now this is this is so good i'm telling you if you can you're looking at me now but on the inside my insides are just going crazy right now you um you mentioned first landing 607 Mm -hmm. 1607 so so you're so you're you're an expert on this basically are the people that landed on the shore Mm -hmm. that day Mm-hmm. And they're coming, you know, mm-hmm. they're coming in search of new yeah. lands to inhabit. Yeah. They show up with a cross, stick it in the sand, and have a worship service and dedicate the land to God at that very moment. Yeah, and I think it was a piece of their boat that they had to dismantle and put on the shore. But That they makes wanted, it even better. Yeah, yeah, but they knew they prayed and fasted for three days before they came ashore from the 26th to the 29th. And if you go to Fort Story at Cape Henry, you'll see the uh, cement marble cross that they have put in place of where the wooden one they think would have been in that area. And interestingly enough, you know, I, I didn't finish. I sent the video to Glenn Beck. I asked him to be our keynote, and he answered back. Shannon and he brought David Barton with him and we had a recovenanting and when what happened after that is what I would call a deliverance of the land you want to talk about healing and deliverance yes not only does it happen on a personal land uh, level with us as individuals just like Jesus said but it can happen to a nation a region oh yes and that's what happened so we we had this ceremony we repented of all the evils of our country and then we recovenanted, which means we recognized the words of our founding colonists. And I had written a declaration of covenant 
Um, and in that we in unison recovenanted with God. Now understand that these covenants, they're stored in heaven, just like Israel's. So that ushers in a force of covenant in history carried out by the angels, the host of heaven. And we're supposed to follow yeah. through with our covenants because God oh, totally. always follows through with his side of the covenant. That's right. He does. We're the ones that go astray. And just like in Jeremiah 3, 8, when God issued Israel a certificate of divorce, we have to ask ourselves right now, all who are listening, has God issued America a certificate of divorce? Oh, my Lord. And you know what? I mean, I don't believe we would have this nation if it wasn't for God. Oh, no. So as soon as God takes his hand and just says, I'm mm. completely removing it from America, America is lost. Scary. That's we a- do not want that. No. But yet, you know what? In many cases, in certain areas and arenas, certain jurisdictional authority where we have kicked God out of the public schools, we kicked him out when we said no more school prayer. Look what's happening. Yes. That's a little microcosm example of what happens when you kick God out. You get people are dying. They're being shot up. We're having uh, see we're having all types of uh, satanic indoctrination being perpetrated on our children. That's it's right. a mess. That's right. So basically, school has become uh, a little indoctrination grounds for for well, you know, in your book, yeah. I, I want to plug your book real quick. By the way, I don't even think we we've <laughs> actually said the title, but I'm going to show you guys the book. It's called Pray America Great. And let me tell you something. Um, I just want to say this is probably one of the most well put together and thought out research books that I have seen in a really long time. Um, you go through line by line about how there is a plan to destroy America as we know it. Yes, there is. And and the enemy, I'll call him Satan, yes, has used tools like Marxism. Marx was a pagan Satanist. Socialism, where governing, government is God. And also uh, other, other types of totalitarian control, communism, like the communist goals I put in there. Yes. Satan has used those as tools to steal our freedoms. And we've even had our children have become so indoctrinated that studies show that they believe it's okay to be communist. It's okay to be socialist. Go and look at some of the Barna studies. It's shocking. And you know, it's all a lie because when you realize you're giving up your freedom, and and many times they use the pandemic of fear for us to give up freedom to be, quote, safe. Safe. Big fat lie. They all they always do that. They yeah. say they say you know uh, you can be safe if you'll just give up this. Yeah. But uh, somebody along the along the way said you know what good is safety if you don't have freedom? Exactly. You know if you know say what is safety if you don't have the freedoms that we're that we're supposed to have? Well, you can be safe in a jail cell. That's well. That's right. Well, you know what? I want to look at this real quick because there's some common goals mm-hmm. of what you've written out here uh, from the naked communist. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, I just want to say this. I want to make this statement. I'm reading these, and I read Luciferians. Totally. That's, that's exactly oh, what I get. totally what it is. Wicked, ungodly, devil-worshipping people yes. who want to come in and change the landscape. Yes, control. exactly. And, and, you know, you can't forget that we've had some former presidents and secretary of state, oh. Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, who were protégés of Saul Alinsky. Saul Alinsky, and yes. And who did he dedicate his book Rules for Radicals to? Lucifer. 
Go look it up. You don't believe me? Go look it up. Wow. It's crazy. And when you read those mm. rules for radicals, it is straight out of the <laughs> it's straight out of hell. It's where yes. it is. And it, and that's what's been happening. So we have to wake up. We have been played as a culture. The church has been played. And if yes. we don't have pastors like you and other others in the body of Christ who wake up and see the truth. We will be pawns of the culture and we'll all lose our freedom to the globalist one world government. So let me ask you a question uh, before we I want to I want to ask you about a couple that I want to list them. But how in the world did our country get to the place where it is today, where there are so many people that believe in communism? They believe that uh, free markets are terrible. They believe that God is the enemy. I mean, how how do we get to this place? Uh, just just about a minute, if you could explain, maybe where where was the breakdown? Well, the enemy has played the long game, and I mean decades, close to a century, okay. of deception, and they have been extremely well organized and well funded. We have not. In fact, we're fractured. I mean, just look at how many churches you see yeah. in, within a couple of blocks here in America. Uh, we, we haven't even been able to agree to come together. And, right. and so and it goes and you can apply that to the political realm as well. I want to point out that this is a spiritual problem and the church is the only one that has the authority to remedy it. Politics alone will not work. Only those of us who are in blood covenant with Jesus can turn this ship around. Come on. That's Come right. On. That's right. So with that having been said, there are several things that have been done that brought us to this point. I'll point out a few. The 1954 Johnson Amendment, even though that's been pseudo remedied, um, it, it basically muzzled pastors for fear of losing their nonprofit status. So the church then became impotent. And remember, it's the church is the only way we're going to save this country. Yes. Another thing, prayer was taken out of schools. Okay. Where was the church? Why did we not protest this? I mean, my goodness. Another thing is the 1978 Ethics and Government Act. Now, you see that playing out with a $35 million Mueller investigation where we, the people, had no power to stop our tax dollars from being used for a bogus witch hunt against President Trump. Same thing is happening now. Why is it we don't have the authority? Well, it's because this 1978 Ethics and Government Act circumvented the three-branch process and turned all of these battles that we, the people, through the three-branch branch process should have the ability to to remedy into a legal battle so everything is done so through the we, courts so if we if we now want to say hey we're the people and we say no more wasting our funds and uh, on this no more doing this we're going to fix this it we now have to take the government we have to take them to court. To court. Yeah. And beat them. Mm-hmm. You know why is the hunter biden investigation been hanging out there five years Where's the where's the power for we the people? Yeah, because there's a lot of people asking those questions. Yeah, but the three letter agencies they're not touching it. No, they're not. They're not. And we've gotten it, it, currently we have a weaponized DOJ. Now let me just say I'm not new to this scene. In 2015, my husband and I sued the federal government, the Department of Justice, and the Department of Education for not protecting our children in bathrooms, locker rooms, and showers with the infamous North Carolina bathroom bill. I remember that well. Oh yeah. And can you believe how long it's been? I know. <laughs> Time do flies. You, do you remember when they presented the bill, Donica? And you, you, the, it was like the what. This Bruce Springsteen's over here going, I'm, I'm canceling my, my tour. NCAA said, uh, Oh, it's ridiculous. We're not holding um, 
we're not holding any of our major uh, mm-hmm. finals mm-hmm. in North Carolina yeah. anymore. And so they, yeah. they tried to boycott our oh, state they did. because we have some common sense politicians that were led by the spirit to say boys should use boys bathrooms and girls should use girls bathrooms. That's right. That's right. And, you know, I boycotted Target in 2015 ever since then. You know why? Because during the bathroom bill thing they were not they were opening up their their bathrooms and their dressing rooms to members of the opposite biological sex and refusing refusing to yes. reform now what's got they have not been checked what's happening now they're yeah. now doing transgender outfits for babies putting satanic emblems on them having uh tucking type garments for boys for little children. yes to strip us of our identity and you know why because we're made in the image of god that's right. The enemy, that old foe, the devil, Satan, the Antichrist, does not want us to recognize who we are. Because when we get a hold of our identity, that we're made in the image of God and through the blood covenant of Jesus, we have the authority over him, the enemy, That's and right. all manner of evil, according to Luke ten nineteen. That's right. Then we can put, push back and be victorious. And so if he can keep us confounded and make us mutilate our bodies to look like Baphomet, their satanic God with both organs. That's right. Then, then he has just created and put himself on God's throne once again. That original sin. Let's be like God. That's well, he the wants devil. the worship. You know, there's something that I, I in my book that that I that I was talking about, um, and I'm excited for people to know this because I think everything boils down to worship, 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 worship. God gets the worship. God gets the glory. God gets the honor. Satan shows up and he says, I can't have that. I want it for myself. Mm-hmm. And so every if, you, if you'll go yeah. read in the book of Revelation, everything about the, the culture, everything is about worship. The first beast shows up. It's all about, boom, worship. Guess what? If you worship Jesus, mm-hmm. if you serve any other God yeah. other than our system, yeah. they're going to behead you. They're going to mm-hmm. kill you. You're going to become a martyr. That's right. Everything is about worship. They even create an image in the book of Revelation yeah. for them to worship. The yeah. second beast, which is the false prophet, rises up and says, hey, all you people, you got to go and worship the image or the beast or the beast and his image. That's right. And so one of the things is... It talks about overcomers in the mm-hmm. book of Revelation. Mm-hmm. Do you know the overcomers? They didn't do three things. They what? did not. They did not worship the the beast. They did not worship the antichrist, basically, and the, or his image. And they did not. Ta- they did not take his mark. That's what made them overcomers. That's it. And so, so worship is so important to the devil because it's important to God. And and Satan wants to steal everything that is God's and try to make it his, including this whole world. He's like, you know, I'm going to take this place over. I'm going to take America over, and I want to bring ruin to everything God has established, including his people. Yeah, he he even wants our DNA. That's right. Yeah, so it's not coincidence that we're dealing with gene therapy now that's supposed to be a vaccine when it's really not a vaccine. Come on. It splices our genome, our human genome. That is interfering with God. Now, I'm not saying that uh, that good things have not been done, but the way this has been done is for a strategic purpose, and it's the demise of humanity. In my book, I have everything fully footnoted. Bill Gates gives a little TED Talk, and a lot of people are talking about it now, but when I wrote the book, nobody, nobody seemed to know a few years ago. He actually puts a formula on the board for eugenics. The reduction of the population. The population. I saw that. Isn't that crazy? 
He said this. I remember exactly yeah. what he said. He said, if we do a good job with vaccines, we can reduce the, the population by about 15%. I will never forget uh -uh. hearing him say that. And then reproductive health care, a.k.a. murder and abortion. Yes. He put that in the formula, and I thought, wait a minute. I played it over four times. I thought, surely... I'm not hearing this casual deliverance like we're in a college class and the people are chuckling, the students are chuckling. He's talking about genocide. Yes. And that's exact. I mean, what's the difference? That's Antichrist. What's the difference between that and what Adolf Hitler did? Nothing. It's just more cleverly disguised. And they laugh at us. They think that we're so stupid that we can't figure this out and we're going to succumb to it. But there's a lot of us overcomers. Amen. And the remnant that Praise are awake God. and not on our watch. This will not happen. What are you seeing right now? Um, not just in churches, but what are you seeing in the landscape? Because you travel, you get to speak a lot. Uh, would you say that, that there truly is an awakening? Oh, massive. I have been traveling now. Ever since 2015, that catapulted me onto the scene of having to speak and, and stand up. I don't want my kids living in a police state. Amen. I don't want my daughter being forced to share bathrooms, locker rooms, and showers with males. I don't want my boys having to do that either. I mean, it's ridiculous. So, the, you know, back then they were still in school. Now they're two adult children who thank the Lord are following him and standing up. And you can't, I want to speak to the mama bears and the papa bears out there. You can train your children in the way that they should go. And when they're, uh, you can, you can train them in the way that they should go. And when they're old, they will not depart from it. But it Praise takes God. the word of God yeah. and it takes a relationship with the creator and his son, Jesus Christ. And when you have that, you will not fail. No, no matter what the enemy throws at you, God gives you the ability to overcome. Amen. Those overcomers, Shannon. That's right. We are overcomers by we two are. things. By the blood of the lamb first. Mm -hmm. We have to be redeemed and we have to know him Absolutely. as the son of the living God. Mm -hmm. And then the other part is by the word, word of our, our testimony. testimony. And you know what? That, I know a lot of people think, well, that means I'm getting up in church and testifying, right? No, no, no. That means you are testifying mm -hmm. of the truths of God. Yes. And by the blood and your word of testimony, mm -hmm. that is how you overcome. Because mm -hmm. I know people that get saved and sit down and shut up, and they are not overcoming anything. No, they're not. And listen to me, Mama and Papa Bears. Every morning, my children are 21, 22, and 14. Every morning, we have prayed to put on our full armor. And at the end, we say, after putting on our full armor, we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. My son has been asked to stand up in church and recite that to everyone because he knows it. That's not a clever little prayer we pray. Come on. It actually happens. Amen. And I have seen my children be fortified, protected, and provided for in the face of a lot of persecution from the leftists, from, uh, let's just say, those perpetrating the satanic agenda. Yes. You know, it's not really a political battle, but it is a battle. And the season we're in right now, moms and dads, is a season that we're going to determine by 2025 whether we're going to live as a free state or a police state. So we have to be in the fight and know the word of God. What would you say to somebody that says, you know, I'm just too busy, Donica? I'm just, I'm, you know, I got work and life and stress and, you know, the weekend comes and I just, can I just sip a margarita and chill on my couch? 
hey, you know, all of us have that temptation to want to do something like that and to live in the casual America that I knew growing up in my childhood, the 70s and 80s. We're not there anymore. And I would say to them the same thing that I say to my pastor friends. And that is, if you continue to be silent, you are part of the problem. You're actually (sighs) endorsing it. By being silent. It's called missing the mark. And to my pastor friends, I have said, you will lose the right to stand in the pulpit to try and speak the truth. If you continue to have that case, Sarah, Sarah, separation of church and state attitude. Because the first place they're coming. Yeah. The first place they're coming. Is the church. Is the church, man. And you know what? God is too. That's right. But to, to fortify us, you know, we always hear that whole thing, Shannon, about, well, judgment begins in the house of the Lord. And it does. But thank God it does. Yes. Because it purifies us. It gets the remnant and the overcomers ready to fight this fight. Amen. We're the only ones that have the blood covenant on our side. Our nation was established under the blood covenant of Jesus Christ. Every covenant that we have, our Constitution, the Mayflower Compact, the 1607 Land Dedication Compact, all 50 state constitutions, uh, the Declaration of Independence, all of that is rooted in covenantal theology. Chapter 5 in my book is on covenant. The problem with America is we have a contract mentality. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. You know what that means? I felt that. Mm. We have if-then clauses. Well, if that woman you know, doesn't gain any weight, I'll stay married to her. Wow. If that preacher doesn't talk about homosexuality, I'll, I'll keep going here. And, I, and, I, and I'll keep giving. Mm-hmm. If, if, um, if they do exactly what I want, then, oh. then I'll stay, you know, I'll stay. No, no, no. God is a to death do us part. And God gave us the precedent and the scripture yes. and the word of God. And that should be comforting because he never leaves. Our forefathers, our founding fathers, shed blood in this covenant. Amen. They gave their lives for our freedom. And we have soldiers out there that may be listening. And you are risking your life for our freedom. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. God sees that. He's not going anywhere if we'll stay in the marriage. That's right. That's yeah. right. Well, you know, we we don't need to be the ones stepping out on God. Amen. Uh, we see a Bible full of that. I mean, you look at the children of Israel that every all the time they're worshiping false gods. Mm-hmm. They get judged. They fall into, you know, a, a, a diaspora type event. Yep. And then all of a sudden, then they come back and they repent and they get right with God. And then all it takes, you know what I've noticed, though? All it takes is one or two generations mm. that does, they, they do not uplift God. They don't honor God. And God falls into some category that's not first place. And that's when everything starts to crumble. Yeah. And that's what's happening in our own nation. We've, we've had our nation that has put other things above God. Yeah. And God, God plays second fiddle to nobody. That's right. And you know, as you were saying that, you know what I was seeing, Pastor Shannon? So, tell I us. was seeing all the kids in America... Think about it. When you go to a city, everybody's walking down the street looking down like this at their cell phones. Yes. We are getting brainwashed and bombarded by images on cell phones. Our children are not learning how to have physical conversational relationships with each other because of technology. So we as parents have an ability. We have the right 
And we should make sure we minimize that cell phone usage. We minimize screen time so that they have authentic relationships. Because do you really know what's being shown to your kids? You know, I had to find out the hard way that some of these companies, and I went and got the research, went to a seminar. They are targeting children as young as two, three, four, and five, if they go, my, my daughter years ago was going on a little kitty website. Yeah. They started popping up porn cookies. They want to get them hooked just like they would young folks back in, in the 70s with marketing would hook them on cigarettes, making these really slick looking yeah. kid like creatures, get them hooked for life. That's, that's millions of dollars. When they do that, same thing with children. We have to be wise and circumspect that the enemy does not come around and have the right to the access of our children's eye gates. That's right. And well, gates. <laughs> well, they can they can make millions of dollars all at the same time while just destroying everything, and so they get a twofold blessing in their eyes. I can make money. I can be rich. I can be powerful. And our plan of destroying all of this is is in motion as well. Yeah. I want to pull up some of the part where the communist goals, and I just want to read a couple of them and just talk talk really quick. Uh, there's one on here, number 11, promote the UN as the only hope for mankind. You know, I read that, and then I'll, I, my mind goes directly when they, they just were um, had passing yeah. in the UN on any type of medical emergency. No, there's no vote. There's no, there's no uh, committee. Aut- automatically, automatically, the UN, if they have the power, they can, they can turn it over to the World Health Organization. World Health Organization can come right in and do whatever. There's no laws at that point, and the sovereignty of a nation can be folded in a matter of a moment in the name of a medical emergency. And I believe, now you call me crazy, but I believe the UN is the mechanism that will drive us to a one-world government, and we need to watch those people like hawks and everything they say and everything they do because they don't play they mean everything they say oh absolutely they do and they are partnering like you said with the world health organization with the world economic forum out of davos uh they are pro and i wrote a lot about this the imf there's lots of the three letter agencies that they are using to try and garner this one world government authority and power and you're right we have a what i would call a uh president uh i in my personal opinion which i footnoted here through uh backed up research and people that i've interviewed personally um that i believe our election was stolen i just do and there's too much evidence contrary to the fact that uh he really honestly him and his six circles and trump with all of the stadiums and massive amounts of crowds do we really believe that he beat him I'm sorry, he can't even make a sentence. And I'm not here to bash a human being. I'm trying to wake the body of Christ up. Yes. You know, we've gotten this mentality that, well, we have to be good little Christians and we can't call a spade a spade. Well, I want to tell you, the Bible says that we are to expose evil. 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 Now, That's that right. requires telling the truth and it may not be pretty. It just may not be pretty and it sounds harsh and judgmental. That is not the way that I mean that. What I mean is we need to wake up. We need to see we're losing our freedoms. We need to see that what has happened is our freedom has been eroded so badly that parents are losing the right to tell their children, to tell uh, the World Health Organization that's gotten its its tentacles into America that their children can't be have transgender surgery at age five. That's what we're facing here in America. That's right. That's ludicrous. How many times, parents out there, do you have kids that you want, they dress up and they play? 
that doesn't mean if, if a boy puts on a pair of your mom's shoes that he's going to oh, be transgender. I, I, Ridiculous. I, I think I'd probably put my mom's uh, shoes on and tried to walk around the house just to see what it was like when I was a kid. Yeah, I'm sure I'm yeah. sure glad that my parents didn't yeah. say, oh, my God, it's really a girl inside. And let's let's do oh. all of this because because I enjoy oh. being a man. And this is who God made me. Yeah. Um, I was just curious about how do they walk in these shoes? And, you know? and likewise, I put on my dad's shoes. I admired him. Didn't mean I wanted to be a man. I just wanted to walk around in his shoes. Actually, right now in the state of Washington, did you hear what was happening in Washington? What's happening? They, uh, the house has passed a bill that, um, that you that they can actually come and take your kids if they're trans if they call themselves trans. Oh yeah. They, yeah. You, you don't need the parents' permission, oh, I saw that. Yes. and they'll take them, and they'll ha- they'll house them in a separate location. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And guess what? You don't know where they are. Yeah. Uh, the state will fund their transition surgery, yeah. all their medicine, and so uh, it's basically legal kidnapping. Yeah, it is legalized kidnapping, uh-huh. so kids can turn trans. Yeah. Now you tell me what like wh- what part of that makes any sense to anybody? None. But this is a this is a radical agenda, and but they want to make you. And I feel like we're the crazy ones. Yeah, and you know not. what that is? They're actually the minority that has the microphone. That's right. Thank God you got a mic, Shannon. Praise Use God. It. God is using this. I'm telling you what. I, I, and I, I just got to say, before we started this broadcast, there you're, you're on the luge. There you are. It's going to be without resistance because you're hitting it at the right time. The things God's called you into with this podcast, with the book, people need to hear the truth that's coming out of you. And you're right at the top. And I saw you, and it's going to be smooth sailing all the way to the finish line. Praise Whoa, God. Praise that's God. the name of the church. That's the name <laughs> of our church. <laughs> yes, Amen. All the way. <laughs> we got to keep the faith and Amen. stand together. Yeah. You know, and I, you know, I think about partnerships and I think about blessings and people that yeah. come. You know, the body of Christ is made up of so many different types of people. Truth. from all backgrounds it's the and, beauty of it yeah and and i'm good at something that maybe somebody else is not but somebody else could blow me away at another thing mm-hmm. and you know what that's that's just fine because we're supposed to complement each other that's right but arm in arm for one mission yep churches should not be fighting each other pastors should not mm-hmm. be fighting each other you know pastor uh your enemy is not another pastor down the road that's your right. your enemy's not another church down the road. Uh, the, your enemy is Satan, and he's looking to to see and roam about about whom he can devour. Yeah. And you know what? Don't let him be you, Pastor. Don't let him be your church. Stand for the right thing. Stand for the truth, and let's unite together and fight together as we're supposed to be fitly joined. Yes. Together, the Bible says. That's exactly right. And, you know, I, I was reading a book, uh, and I don't even remember the title of the book, but I remember this as you were saying, standing like soldiers, shoulder to shoulder, that this church, they were actually having a deliverance service like we're going to have tonight, which is in the Great Commission, by the way. This is not some special fringe thing. It's supposed to be normal to the body of Christ. I yes. mean, how many of you are going to uh, catch a fish and eat it without cleaning it? Come on. You'll get sick. Okay, yeah. so that's what we are supposed to do as the body of Christ and oversee as a pastor. And this church was was doing deliverance. And this was a testimony from someone who had come out of the occult Mm. and they were used to doing astral projection of all things. And when they were writing about it in this book, they saw link angels shoulder to shoulder, arm in arm, all the way around this church. The the power of God was so strong in those angels. When they looked, their eyes beamed and it 
shot them down. And, and this person, when they testified, they said, this is why I began to believe in the power of the shed blood of Jesus and the Christian church. Because all along, when I was serving Satan, this person said, I believe that Satan was more powerful than Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that particular incident, when deliverance was being done, the body of Christ was being cleaned and prepared as a bride without spot or blemish. Because that's what we're all supposed to be doing, aren't we, Pastor? Yes, yes. Exactly. Getting ready. That was when she realized, I've been lied to. So if you're out there and you've been doing, dabbling in the occult or anything like that, I really encourage you to find out the truth of the Word of God. It's the love of God that draws man to repentance. And you can come to churches that do follow the fullness of the Great Commission to lay hands on the sick that they shall recover, to cast out demons in Jesus' name, and to make disciples. Pastor Shannon Williams here at Finish Line Christian Center does that. I, I look forward to ministering with him tonight. And this is a good place to go and get cleaned up and find the true power of the creator of the universe who will bring you eternal life hallelujah amen we got a preacher in here i'm telling you right now uh, it is it is fire in this podcast room really in the is. studio today I can't wait for your book, Shannon. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to just tell you, whoever's listening, you got to get his new book coming out because we were talking about it at this pastor conference we were at this past week. I got, to, I showed you, I showed you the, the preliminary copy oh, too. Oh, yes, you did. Yes, you did. The world, the church needs this book because most churches don't understand eschatology. We don't understand yeah. end times. Most pastors today will tell you, oh, no, we're not in end times. And then they cite some facts about the Bible has not been translated into every nation, tongue, and language. Meanwhile, we're about to get shut down and yes. and become a one-world government. Yes. Hello. Yes. yes, God can do all of that. Let me tell you, when we were doing this event, the Declaration of Covenant at First Landing, yes. because of uh, CEO Todd Callender with, uh, with his free speech platform, Clout Hub, we had this translated in 72 languages real time. You want to talk about reaching the world with the gospel. Shannon, I believe this podcast is going to be translated like that. That you're going to be easily able to reach the world with the truth and that we are closer to the end than we realize. That's the truth. And you know, um, people are afraid to share truth. They're they're afraid to talk about. This is why... You know, this yeah. is why this was born. Yeah. I know that the Holy Spirit led us to do this because, you know what, there there are some things that just need to have a real raw conversation about. Exactly. And people need to hear. Mm-hmm. Listen, there is more power in God. There's more power in the truth. Mm-hmm. And we need to come into his light and shine that light into the world because because people need it. You need it. Yeah. I need it. True. I need I need the light every day. As the darkness comes against us, we need to continue to have the light and thank God for people like Donica, you and others who are out here on the front lines just fighting the good fight of faith, uh standing up for truth and you know being a voice for God. So, but you know because because we it, we have a lot of preachers. I don't know if we have a lot of voices for God. Yeah, you know? that's true. Because right now, I have, and I, and I hate to say this, Shannon, but there were pastors that I have loved and wanted to hear their messages for years. And all of a sudden, I don't want to hear anything because what they're talking about is not relevant to survival right now. I mean, if you're about to have your church shut down, because of the next pandemic that's coming, what have you done to prepare? Who are you talking with? Where are you getting your true news Come on. so that you're prepared? Do you understand the end times? Shannon's book is going to absolutely break that down, unpack it to a place that you'll be like, oh my goodness, 
I really see what God has been talking about. There's some stuff, you know, all right, my husband is a teacher, okay? He was teaching on the book of Daniel. And I had, I've written Dethroning the Deep State in this book. I, I got to get the newest version of this. has Dethroning the Deep State when the Great Awakening overtakes the Great Reset. Well, my husband, Todd, is preaching on the book of Daniel. And it broke open as clear as a bell to me. Yes. That's going to happen when people are reading your book. Amen. They're going to say, oh, that's why this is happening in the culture today. Yes. That's why I'm dealing with this, this, and this. Because people don't understand. We're living it now. That's right. Yeah. One of the... Th- with the first horse, the four horsemen of the apocalypse, the first one is going to show up. It's a white horse. And that represents, I adjusted my book because the Holy Spirit told me to change the words. Ooh. I had put Antichrist, but this is actually what it is. The Holy Spirit said, this is the Antichrist spirit. Mm-hmm. The first thing that's going to show up that you know, that you know, that we are leaning in towards this age that they want to dawn this new beginning of a new world order is that every every evil, wicked, ungodly thing will be exalted. Every good and, and powerful anointed thing will, will be fought against mm. and try to be torn down. And the Antichrist spirit, the Holy Spirit showed me that the Antichrist spirit is going to come through the medical field. It's going to come through the financial field. It's going to come through technology. Everything is against the humanity that God has created, taking God's creation, twisting it, yeah. changing it, using it as pawns and chattel, and and destroy it. Yeah. And God is going to come in the in the last moment. And the Bible says, "Fire from heaven mm-hmm. is going to come and destroy the armies that are fighting against God." Everything. If you want to say, "What is Revelation about?" Revelation is about the people that hate God trying to fight against God and kill God's people. That is the whole thing in a synopsis. I wish people were in this studio with us right now because I I am so charged by the Holy Spirit right now. Shannon's word is so spot on. You got to get that book. The Lord had me to put in my prayer, dethroning the deep state. We have to know our enemy. How are you going to win a battle if you don't know your enemy? You know, you have to. The Antichrist spirit is the battle that we're in, and he's using a lot of institutions, a lot of types of government, like I said earlier, Marxism, communism, socialism, and he's using people and three-letter organizations. Now, the Antichrist spirit, according to the Word of God, is three characteristics, three main ones, and everything we see happening in culture that you just mentioned fall under this. The Antichrist spirit is anti-God, he's anti-human, and he's anti-holiness. So... Everything we see that you just named, you named he's going to come through medicine. He's coming through medicine. I have the patents here of the mark, what I believe is the mark of the beast. is patent 666. Bill Gates has two patents that I got off the patent website. One of them is 666. Do you know the bioluminescence in it? What it's called in that patent? It's on the website. Luciferase? Yep. Is that it? Luciferase. Oh, go figure. How dumb do they think we are? I yes. mean, it's right there in the wide open. And these are ch- these implantable, embeddable chips that buy and sell the banking system. So you are spot on with everything that you're saying and the transhumanism. How many of you out wow. there have heard of the fourth industrial revolution? Yes. Actually, I just mentioned the fourth industrial revolution uh, because um, the, it's actually a book written um, by Klaus Schwab. Oh, <laughs> he's got a book. He's got a book that he released oh, yeah, called yeah. the fourth 
the fourth industrial of or the fourth revolution. Did. And he and he talks about all of these things. And I reference him in the book. And I also reference the. By the way, Klaus Schwab is a dirty clown, and with the likes of George Soros. Go ahead. Yes. And and I and I even reference in the book zero six zero six zero six Microsoft Corporation. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know Do you know that right now that patent has to do not only with medical or or, or like mm-hmm. tracking uh, with these with the blockchain technology, but but it also it deals with finances. It deals with cryptocurrency as yes, well. Yes, it does. And um, one thing I'm gonna get I'm gonna give. Well, that's so- right there in Revelation, Shannon. I mean, it's not like we're just uncovering scientific things that are happening through our technology today. It's been written about thousands of years ago in the Bible. Yes. God wanted yes. us to know. That's right. He does. And, and it's uh, in there if we will yeah. if we'll read it, then we know how to prepare. See when they show up and they say we got a we got a one world currency, we got a digital yeah, just currency. Take this little- just just you know, just do we need to resist this stuff. We Let me tell you if you take the mark, you cannot be saved. You cannot be redeemed. Hear me. You cannot. This is a law. This is in the word of God. And I'm telling you, you better resist. Let me just get right with God. That's all I can say. Repent and get right with God because you do not want to live through all of the great tribulation and all of the judgment that's going to be poured out. I know a lot of people have told me, they'll say, you know, I'm just going to wait until the rapture happens. And after the rapture happens, then I'll get right with God. You are picking the worst. Mm. T- if you can't live for God today, it's going to be really, really multiplied when it comes time after the rapture. It's so true. It's so true. And, you know, we've thrown out a couple of things here. The fourth industrial revolution is the emergence of man and machine. Okay, so all those sci-fi movies we watched, they were actually demonic uh, prophecy. They want to make us part machine for the purpose of what? Controlling us. And also, Klaus Schwab is head of the World Economic Forum. Okay, so let's break that down. They are uh, part of this whole one world government, and he even has what he calls a prophet. He's a false prophet. We know the Bible even talks about a, fra- a false prophet. That's right. You know? Yeah, it's Noah. It's the beast of the land that's going to rise mm-hmm. up is going to be the false prophet speaking on behalf of uh, the Antichrist. Yeah, and, and interestingly enough, these guys called Noah Yuval Harari their prophet. He is mm-hmm. a gay Jewish man, and he is uh, pushing all of this agenda: the transhumanism. Uh, the one world government, everything that we know, he said surveillance is now going under the skin. So let's talk about something we handle every day, money. Yes. Let's talk about that pyramid with the eye on it. Yes. So does anybody really know what that means? It's Egyptian symbols. Yeah, it, it is. But Egyptian you know gods. what that is? It's surveillance. That all-seeing eye, they believe is greater than God's eye. Oh, no, 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 no. no. We as Christians have to understand this surveillance that this false prophet with the World Economic Forum, Noah Harari, talks about going under our skin is the mark of the beast. We cannot take it. We have to know the truth from the lie. My book goes into great detail about this. I have the scriptures in here. I talk about the patents. This is not hearsay conspiracy. Most people can't even believe it. I've had people call me back, Shannon, and say, I'm having to read this really slowly. These are people who are highly educated and can't believe this has happened on their watch. People that are influencers in the city. Uh, people with big careers, and they're going, what? This is really happening? You know, all you got to do is click on the footnotes and get a big education as to what's yes. really been going on that we were unaware of. 
and it's 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 ha- it's been happening for years. It's been a plan for a really it's long time. Yeah, you know, I believe I believe America was um, a good and wholesome for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And after the war, World War Two, uh, people a lot of people don't know this, but there was an operation called Operation Paperclip, where they the Soviets. And America divvied up the German scientists. They didn't take them to war tribunals. They didn't execute them. They brought the smartest people from Germany that was trying to overrun the whole world, split them up. Half of them went to Soviet Union. Half of them went to America. They became our minds, our scientists, our leaders, our professors. Uh, the guy became one of them. Became the leader of NASA. Uh, I mean, you just and then and then who became world powers at that point? The Soviet Union. And the United States. And so I want to tell everybody, listen, these people, these people did not go away. No, they, they didn't. They joined our team. Yeah. And have they have infiltrated. So mm-hmm. we were talking about yeah. that in the car on the way up here. Uh, General Patton, uh, one of the gals in the car with me, a dear friend of mine, was talking about she read the book on Patton. Now, you know, and he wanted to go and go ahead and take Europe. And they said, no, it's been determined that Russia... We'll take the other half, and we will stop. So all of this is planned. We do not realize how well orchestrated and pre-planned most of what we have seen has been. Yes. From our the installation of presidents on both sides. Yes. To the creation of uh, pandemic-type diseases and vaccines to fix them. Yes. You know, my good friend uh, William Federer, who's a great historian, talks about how cyclically through history... Uh, big problems would happen. They would not wouldn't just happen. They would be planned. They would be introduced, and then the sinister, evil people behind them would also create the solution and make billions. Yes. We've been having that happen with medicine for a very long time. I agree. Most of the diseases that we have were created so they could sell the cure. Oh yeah. I mean, uh, pharmaceutical companies are probably the most corrupt and evil corporations, I believe, on the face of the planet. But uh, we, I mean, we. Well, that's fi- why I have this pharmacia spirit here. Hallelujah! I mean, that yes, is, that's a prayer it. I have right here, and it is the major spirit that is part of the Antichrist spirit. Yes, that is trying to. It, they're using it. If you, the Book of Revelation calls it sorceries, it but it translates pharmakia. Right here, Revelation eighteen twenty three: The light of a lamp shall not shine in you anymore, and the voice of bridegroom and bride shall not be heard in you anymore. For your merchants were the great men of the earth. For by your pharmakia, all the nations were deceived. deceived yes. What have we been dealing with? Yes, deception. Deception. Everybody's deceived because of this whole pandemic and the vaccines, you know, and and people are dying, dying by the multitudes. I mean, we're we're having these reports come out from the CDC that are going against. They're they're outing themselves. They're saying massive amounts of people died, and oh, we were wrong. They really were dying because of this. Yeah, yeah. You know, all of the people falling over dead, it's just a coincidence. The Died Suddenly documentary, go Google it. Yes. It's real. This stuff is real. Listen, I'm just going to tell you, um, to anybody they are like, well, you know, this is all conspiracy stuff. Let me tell you something. No, this is all biblical stuff, and we need to start opening our eyes to see it. We need to see it for what it re- truly is. Mm-hmm. And my hat's, my, hat, my hat's off to, to Donica here um, because she is a true woman of faith, a patriot. And it's, I, I tell you what, what, what we probably need to do is just have her back 
Um, just to, I don't know, just keep on talking about this because literally we could probably do three or four episodes on this on this podcast um, dealing with these subjects. Absolutely. But, and because, people need to know. That's right. We need to bring it out of the shadows. Exactly. And, Expose and, the evil. And, and, you know, but, but people are afraid of people going, oh, they're just wacko conspiracy theorists. Well, what happens, though, if, if that's how you're feeling, because we're presenting facts that are backed up and documented, it's called cognitive dissonance. And what that means is your body can't even, your mind, anatomically, you're not able to absorb it. But you'll come back and go, wait a minute, what they said, I see it's true. And you want to know more. And that's the way, that's why people say a lot of times I can only read this book and I have massive amounts of footnotes everywhere. They can't read it all at once because it's too much to take in. It is. It was like that when I was researching it. It's why it took me almost a year. Wow. I couldn't believe I had been this deceived. Wow. Pharmacia. So you, so you woke up in 2015. You said that's when you truly woke up to see everything for Mm -hmm. what it was. What, uh, why don't you tell everybody where they can get your book? Go to DonicaHudson.com. That's D-O-N-I-C-A. Hudson. H-U-D-S-O-N.com. We'll and, throw that up on the screen, won't we? Yeah. <laughs> and also, I'm a. it's online at all the major retail outlets at Amazon, uh, Barnes & Noble, uh, any Ingram Spark uh, bookstores. So. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, once again, I'm telling you, this is uh, so much to unpack. And, you know, we're. I don't even think we've scratched the surface. Oh, we haven't. There's so much you don't even have this this prayer yet. I think I, I thought I gave you one at the conference last week, but I'm telling you right now, I think we do I think we do a whole podcast about uh an appeal to heaven that oh. George Washington you uh-huh. got you guys you guys have no idea the history they've stolen from you. Totally stolen. Did you guys know, for instance, that George Washington was known as the man they couldn't kill? He had four undeniable bullet holes in his vest and two horses shot out from under him in a war? Yes. Did you know the Indian chiefs came to salute him because he said, I never miss. I fired 17 shots directly at you. And that's when he knew that the great spirit was protecting him. And then he prophesied over him. He said, you're going to be the ruler of a great nation. Wow. To George Washington. Wow. Crazy, huh? Is that That's something else. But there's a. That's not taught in public school. She, she has. No, no. She she actually she's here. She's the real deal. She's she's exposing all this stuff. And um, he had a flag that he put over. He had all the Navy vessels, and they actually carried it with them. It's called an appeal to heaven. And this basically, they were saying we're not going to get anywhere without praying and appealing to God. That's right. George Washington was a man of prayer. You know, I I read a lot of his journal, and do you know that he prayed against treason? So back before the 2020 election, I had the honor of. Uh, leading prayer at a Lance Wallnow event there in Washington, right there on the quad there, and prayed that prayer against treason. It's it's in the book. It's in very important that we recognize there's a lot of treason going on right now. And when we agree yes. with prayers of the Bible, prayers of our founding fathers, they're all stored in the third heaven. Amen. Yes. They are. We don't realize this, but the word of God's in the third heaven. That's why it doesn't return void, but it accomplishes what it's supposed to. It boomerangs back to heaven. It gets carried out. Same with prayers that are righteous, holy prayers of our founding fathers. They're all stored in heaven, just like yours and mine and yours. If you're watching, if you're praying with us at any t- time, and you're praying the word of God, those prayers are stored in heaven along with your grandmamas. That's right. That's right. Hey, man, hadn't this been a pleasure? I'm just, I mean, I don't know about you, but I, I'm I'm probably going to go and watch this podcast uh, several times um, after it's released because 
Um, it is insane, insanely good. John, we're on all kind of platforms now. Uh, I'm not. We're not going to. We're not going to announce all of them because um, just so you know, we're on all of them now. Yeah, like, boy, that's like, what it should be. Like I just found out. Like we're on all of them. Spotify. We're on Amazon. We're on Google. We're on uh, everything. YouTube, Facebook, uh, KTF podcast. But you can go to where, where's the site that's going to direct them. They y'all can go to ktfpodcast.com and it'll show you all the platforms where you can listen to our podcast. Listen, always, 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 we appreciate you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Pastor Shannon Williams. This is Keeping the Faith Podcast, and I always remind you to keep the faith all the way to the finish line. God bless you. Thanks for joining us.